Another fine edition of the Backseat GMs. I'm here as well as Nick. Nick? I am here as well. Uh, yeah, and we are here again without Matthew at this point here. Uh, this is starting to turn into a trend, and I don't like it. Yeah, we'll get to spend more time talking about fantasy football. That is true. Who does he think he is? Wasn't this whole you podcast know? his idea? Uh, ish. And he's never here. I'd say it was a joint. I'd think, say it was a joint venture. Does, but does he think he's who me? He, who does he think he is? Does he think his job's so important <laughs> that he can just come and go when he feels like I it? Yes, he does. He doesn't work at Sapphire Saturdays. No, he does not. And you know who else doesn't work on Saturdays is the NFL, and we are going to be talking about that a lot this week. Going to be looking into. The week that was in football, we're going to be looking into fantasy. Uh, we got some sleepers for you. At the running back position, quarterback position, tight end position, maybe even a kicker thrown in there. All the, all right, the positions. Nick? Nick, Nick, you know all about kickers, right? Young Hoku. Oh, I need a new kicker. Oh, I need a new one. It's bad. And we will talk about that and what's going on in the listeners' league as soon as we get back from this quick break. And we are back from our very quick break. So right before we get into talking about the Listener's League and see if our tips from last week helped improve my struggles in the beginning of fantasy football, we're going to get into something very weird I found on the internet while scrolling through ESPN about a half hour ago. And LeVar Ball is back to being a topic here on the Backseat GMs. I haven't talked about him in a while. Hot red-handed. Red-handed. Wearing Adidas sneakers. LeVar Ball, Zeus himself. From the lips of Zeus. And his reasoning why may be the greatest thing I've ever read. He only wears Adidas sneakers when taking out the trash. You know who doesn't wear Adidas sneakers, Nick? No. Big ballers. No, they do not. And you know who's going to ball out this week? Who's that? Me in the listeners oh, league. I like it. Uh, this past week, not so hot. Um, had a rough patch. I had Jordan Howard, who went for a big old zero. And Austin Hooper, who had two catches for seven yards. Which, in a standard league that is non-fractional, guess what? Also a big old zero. Big old goose uh, I lost. Uh, you could say I lost. You could <laughs> even venture to say I got mollywopped. <laughs> uh, 87 to 59 I lost this week. Nice. Uh, the lazily named Team Stonebrook also went down 110 to 97. And, Nick, you want to wanna share your, your week? Oh... <laughs> uh. I I did win, eighty six to seventy four. There you go. You pulled one out. I did. Even though my team did not perform very well, 
uh, my opponent uh, Montgomery. had the Jaguars' defense, negative one point, and had Jordy Nelson in the game. Yes, uh, for zero. those of you who don't know, Jordy Nelson went down with a quad injury on one of the first plays of the game. That he did, and like besides, I, I had two people score over ten points in my whole lineup, and it was Ty Montgomery and Carson Wentz. And I still and somehow they both, won. They both went off. They both went off. I don't know how I did it. Uh, Besides that, my next leading score was here. 8 points, or 10 points. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just to run through, the high score this week was the Red Machine with 113. His lineup was Cam Newton, Leonard Fournette, C.J. Anderson, Doug Baldwin, Emmanuel Sanders, Jordan Reed, uh, the Chicago, Cincinnati defense, Goskowski, and what looks like Jerome, uh, John Brown, or is it John Brown or not John Brown? I'm sorry, uh, Jerron Nelson. Uh huh. Sorry about that. Misread <laughs> it. Uh, here we are, and the low score this week is a tie. At 59. Oh, rough week. With rough week. myself. And Holy Crippies of Crapple. Uh, those teams were... Holy Crippies of Crapple had Aaron Rodgers with 17. Shady McCoy with 3. Marshawn Lynch with 10. Devontae Adams with 15. Larry Fitzgerald with 2. Jimmy Graham putting up the goose egg. LeGarrette Blunt with no yards. Kansas City... Uh, seven points. Justin Tucker with five points, and I had I had fifty nine points in probably just as horrible a way as he did. <laughs> Jameis Winston with twelve, Melvin Gordon with thirteen, Jordan Howard with seven yards for a big goose egg. Des Bryant put up eleven, which was seven receptions for fifty nine and a touchdown. Stephon Diggs, two receptions for twenty seven yards. Austin Hooper had a big old zero. Golden Tate had two. Arizona had 11. And Will Lutz had eight. The Arizona defense is one of my top scorers this week. That is not good. <laughs> so, I have to do what some may call a little rebranding. Maybe find me a running back who isn't Jordan Howard who's going to put up more than zero. And there are some interesting choices this week, Nick. At there running are. Back. Uh, if you are running in a PPR league, there's even more choices, I would say. And, Nick, you have any uh, any little sleepers you're looking at this week? Uh, I'm looking at a couple. Uh, are we just talking about the running back position here? Uh, let's start with running back. All right, well, you have... Um who looks like the best backup in Oakland, uh, Jalen Richard. I believe it's, it's spelled like Richard, but I believe it's pronounced Richard. I believe it's pronounced Richard, yeah. Um, he had a solid game. It looks like I'm trying to check his stats, but I can't seem to he find had, them. He had six touches for 58 and a touchdown. Yeah, it seems like he was coming in at the end because it seemed like that last game, Raiders won, it was let's throw the ball to... Michael Crabtree as many times as possible. Yeah. Which I was okay with. <laughs> of course you were. 
Um, trying to think. Uh, anybody here. else you're looking at? Um, again, if Alvin Kamara somehow did not get picked up last week, he's another reliable Solid option. Solid one, yeah. Uh, Chris Thompson in Washington. Probably we'll get into there. that. I have, I have a thought on that. Yeah. Do you want to go right into that now? Uh, we'll hold that back for a second because we actually have a uh, grab bag question or a mailbag question uh-huh. about Mr. Thompson. But uh, honestly, I have a bit of a sleeper here. Uh, if he hasn't been picked up in your league yet, if you're in a PPR league, look out for Shane Vereen. Shane Vereen going up against Philly's defense this week, which is average. Uh, Shane Vereen, not great on the rushing numbers. He had six attempts for 28 yards last week, but did catch three balls for 27 yards. And in week one, had no rushes, but caught nine balls for 51 yards. And if I had a guess, I would say that this Philly-New York Giants game is going to turn into a crapshoot. And there's going to be a lot of attempted offense. Uh, Philly has a decent defense, but like I said, I don't consider them a top-tier defense. It's Same pretty with New much, York. Yeah, well, the way I've been looking at this game, me being an Eagles fan, I'm going to put that aside here, but um, we both have not-so-great offensive lines and really good mm-hmm. defensive lines. So yes. it's going to be... And our secondaries, I'm going to say our secondaries are probably the same. Philly is suffering with a little bit of injuries right now, but it's going to be a very interesting game. And the Giants aren't looking too great to start the season, so we'll see if the Eagles can carry that momentum and uh, try and get a victory here this week. Yeah, it should be a pretty decent game. I think, like I said, it's going to be a bit of a uh, just who's going to get the ball out there. Yeah. And I think Shane Vereen is going to get a lot, a lot, a lot of touches. Now, continuing with the running back, any uh, running backs you're looking to drop this week in case you do need to make a pickup? Hmm. Running backs I'm looking to drop. I have uh, a my few. My team. Uh, honestly, a lot of people were thinking Jordan Howard. I'm not. I'm not jumping off the Jordan Howard. I'm not Howard dropping Jordan Howard. I, I might. I might bench him. No. Maybe throwing. I'm a giving replacement. him the ceremonial. Yeah, send to the bench. Um, I don't really have any drops that I'm thinking of right now. Who do you have that you're looking to drop? Um, looking at Adrian Peterson. If you still have him on yes. your team. If you still have him on your team, I would. He's probably going to be getting cut soon. Uh, Legarrette Blunt, honestly, that's he's just not getting the uh, touches. Yeah. He had no carries. Last Sorry, week. in my eyes, Legarrette Blunt wasn't on a roster already. Yeah, so. he's got he's got no. Well, he's owned, and I'm looking at this ninety three percent of leagues. Ninety three still. Yeah. My um, Paul Perkins, another one. If you need to make a move, he's one you can probably afford the drop because he is going against the Eagles defense, and Eagles did. Slow down Kareem Hunt. So our run defense is is there. It's just a pass defense that's not there. I'm still I'm still holding off on dropping Paul Perkins. I wouldn't drop. Maybe a bench. I, in, I in. think I yeah I would definitely bench Paul Perkins, but I would not drop him. That's what I'm looking at. 
running back wise. I don't know if you have anything else to add on running backs. Yeah, um, not really. Uh, running back wise, like I said, uh, Chris Johnson's an interesting play this week. Yes, old yes, CJ two K. Um, he's gonna get some touches. As is Andre Ellington, if you're in a PPR league. Um, another one who would be an interesting play this week and could be a decent flex play is Chris Ivory in uh, Jacksonville. I completely forgot. They're going he was up against Dallas. Or I'm sorry, they're going up against Baltimore, whose defense has been pretty average. And I think there's a good chance that he gets some touches, maybe even makes it in the end zone this week. Yeah. Uh, let's move on from running back here. Um, mm-hmm. So how about quarterback? I know quarterback isn't that worried of a position right now because there aren't that many quarterbacks getting injured. Yes. But Sam Bradford did go Correct. down. Um, so if you did have I Sam Bradford, have... maybe a replacement for him for one week or a couple weeks. No. Yes, I have a couple quarterbacks. One of them is owned in 5.2% of ESPN leagues, and the other is owned in... 0.2% of ESPN leagues. And they're facing each other this week. That's Deshaun Kaiser and Jacoby Brissett. Should be an interesting uh, matchup. Brissett going up against, well, one with the horrible, horrible Indianapolis Colts right now. Um, scary. It's a lot of risk if you're willing to take it and if you really need to, which is probably why he's owned in less than half of a percent of ESPN leagues right now, but going up against that, that pretty bad Cleveland defense. Yeah. Who also allowed almost 500 passing yards. Yes. To Ben Roethlisberger. You have Deshaun Deshaun Kaiser here. Uh, who's an interesting one to look at. He had an 18 point week in week one against Pittsburgh and then a two point week against Baltimore this week. Well, I believe he had to come out of the game. He did. Due to a migraine. Correct. Yeah. Uh, I think Deshaun Kaiser could be an interesting start this week. Um, it's a little risky taking a rookie on the road. But, but they are going up against the Colts against defense. Indianapolis. Exactly. Who I'm looking right here have allowed back-to-back 300-yard games to Jared Goff and Carson Palmer. That is true. <laughs> Uh, so that's kind of where I'm looking at quarterback. Yeah, is, quarterback. Like I said, quarterback I'm, is in a very like worried position at this time in fantasy, and hopefully it stays like that. That is true. Yeah, hopefully it stays that way. <laughs> um, right. Now moving on to an interesting one is wide receiver. I kind of am curious where you're going with wide receiver this week for sleepers. Oh, you did have a couple notable injuries, uh, Jordy Nelson. Um, Yes. It was a big one. He was going in a lot of first rounds in fantasy drafts this year. Oh, a ton of first rounds. Most first rounds. Yeah, most first rounds. Uh, sleepers? Uh, probably the number one target for wide receiver, I think, is J.J. Nelson in Arizona. Here. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. So, I mean, he's... And my a, apologies. I said Jerron Nelson earlier. It was J.J. Nelson was what I was thinking. I don't know gotcha. where Jerron came from. <laughs> But, um, yeah, with John Brown being out and not expected to play, he's going to be pretty much the number two target for Carson Palmer. So we'll see where that goes. Well, 
Jerron Brown right now, it's an interesting one. Uh, Jerron Brown was inactive. Uh, was it last week? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Jerron Brown was not inactive. John Brown was inactive. Yes. And Jerron Brown did have four receptions for 73 yards last week. So that's another Arizona wide receiver to kind of keep an eye on is Jerron Brown. Though he does have an injured knee, uh, he should be playing week three. One that I would kind of target this week is Devin Funchess, actually. Yeah, that's a big one. With And uh, Devin Funchess... Devin Funches has done me dirty in the past. <laughs> Very dirty. But, 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 Calvin Benjamin is really the only other receiving option down there, especially since Greg Olson went down with that foot injury. And they are playing against the New Orleans Saints defense. Who has not been looking too good. To start this young season. No. New Orleans has looked... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? How do I say this nicely? They've looked bad. <laughs> to put it nicely. Uh, any other Last receivers? week giving up 36 no. points to the New England Patriots. Yeah, not, not good. And the good. week before that giving up 29 to the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, not good. Not good. Uh, they need to figure their stuff out in New Orleans. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, I got a crazy uh, yeah. sleeper here. Oh. Uh, it's a, it's a, he's owned in 1% of fantasy football leagues. Geronimo wide Allison. Receiver? Wide receiver in Green Allison. Bay. Oh, gosh. That's not a bad... It's actually not the crazy This is if you're said. insanely desperate. Yes, and there's is nobody if you're left. In a Thirty-man league. And there's nobody left on the waiver wire. Because if Nelson and Cobb are ruled out, Rogers still has Devontae Adams, Ty Montgomery, and Martellus Bennett. But you never know. That is true. Geronimo Allison could be a player to look for. He could. He could be that surprise player next week. Uh, but talking about surprises. It's surprising how many people at this time in the year need tight ends. Yeah, well, tight end has been the most, probably most injured position, I'd say, in the NFL this year. I would have to agree with that. At least per capita. Like, per player. Yes. In that position, tight end is probably the most injured. Um, do you have any quick fixes at tight end this week? Uh, uh, I got, maybe, I got maybe, well, Hunter Henry, Kobe Fleener is another great option. He's probably owned in a lot of mm-hmm. leagues. Uh, Eric Ebron, uh, I know he's sitting on a yes. waiver wire in one of my leagues. I'm thinking about picking him up because yep. I started Austin Eric Hooper. Eric Ebron is actually, Eric Ebron is my tight end in most of my leagues, and he's averaging me about seven points a game. Yeah, I started Austin Hooper last week, and he didn't have too great of a too great of a game. I have two guys here that if they are not owned in your leagues, jump on it right now. Uh, one of them's owned in 14% of leagues. The other's owned in 14% of leagues as well. And that's Jesse James and Evan Engram. Uh, Jesse James has put up 
inconsistency it looks like. Yes, uh, he put up 22 against Cleveland and a 7th spot against Minnesota. But he is currently ranked as the number 6 tight end. And when it comes to this week coming up here against Chicago, it's uh, Chicago usually doesn't give up much to the tight end position. Are you talking about Ingram? Uh, at this point, or... I'm talking about Jesse oh, James. never mind. Continue. Uh, yeah, Chicago has allowed the second most yards to tight ends. So he is definitely a pretty decent streaming option if you're looking to stream this week. And then Engram, on the other hand, is good, I think, for the long term at this point. Uh, he is in the concussion protocol, which throws up a little bit of a red flag. But they but, just have nobody to throw to there in New York. Yep, there's no one to throw to. He's put up he put up an eight point game and a fifteen point game the past two weeks. Uh, and that's in PPR scoring, by the way. Uh, other than OBJ and Serling Shepard, who who can they throw to? Shane Vereen on a checkdown, but they're they've been looking to Ingram on the checkdowns. Uh, I think that's going to continue. He's going to be a pretty popular pickup on the waiver wire, especially with all these tight ends going down. And look for Evan Ingram to continue to get you around, I'd say, eight to nine points a game. That's not a bad option. I have another one coming from the good old city of Cleveland, and that's going to be rookie tight end David Njoku. Njoku. With Coleman going out with an injury, he's... Kaiser needs to throw to some people here and maybe there'll be a nice little connection between the two rookies and you never know Njoku can rise and be that number one tight end there in Cleveland that is true uh, Njoku did have a touchdown this week Yeah, he, it was his first had, NFL touchdown he had three receptions for 27 and a touchdown and then they also have that other is, tight end uh, Seth DeValve who had two yes. catches for 61 yards correct so either of those are great options if you're in a very deep league with not many options. And then I have one more player to look out for, and that is coming off of his two-game suspension, Austin Safarian Jenkins. Because yes, the Jets Austin are so Safarian bad. Jenkins would be an interesting look. The Jets have nobody to throw to. And he could just be a safety valve for Josh McCown. And I believe they're facing the Dolphins this week, who allowed 10 catches for over 100 yards to the Chargers' tight ends last week. Yes. So, not the greatest defense against tight ends. So, if you're desperate, Safarian Jenkins, I actually just picked him up in one of my leagues to be my starting tight end. There you go. And last but not least, we're going to talk about streaming defenses, ladies and gentlemen. Streaming defenses. If you're looking to stream a defense this week, you got the Dolphins against the Jets, the Eagles against the Giants, the Browns against the Colts, the Colts against the Browns. That's just <laughs> going to be a game full of mediocrity. And last but not least, I would even venture to say the Jaguars against Baltimore. That's not a, I, I agree with that. Jaguars had a great week one. Week two, not so great. Um, hopefully yeah. they turn around. Another one maybe to look at is the Buccaneers going against Minnesota. I would agree to that, too. Because Minnesota probably won't play 
Bradford this week again, so we'll see where we're at there. Uh, any options at kicker, if you're desperate like me? At kicker? Um, I need a kicker. Anyone but Young Hoku. I need a kicker to replace Young Hoku. Uh, you could go Graham Gano. You could go with Jake Elliott. You could even go as far as saying Phil Dawson this week. They're all solid options. Phil right. Dawson went three for four last week and made an extra point. So. Honestly, looking at this now, Jake Elliott is the best kicker available. So you know <laughs> what? Live on the air, dropping Young Hoku, picking up Jake Elliott. Confirmed. Did Jake Elliott just make the list? Jake Elliott just made my team that is named after Young Hoku, so I now need to change my team name. You now need to name it after Jake Elliott. I, I do. I think that's how it works. <laughs> and uh, we are now getting ready to get into a mailbag segment. And this week's mailbag segment is coming to us from Dave in Easton, Maryland. Dave, welcome to the show here. Uh, your question is, Chris Thompson, should he pull the trigger and go for Chris Thompson? What do you think, Nick? Uh, I would say yes, because it doesn't seem like Robert Kelly is that guy in Washington, so they might be moving towards Chris Thompson as a primary running back there, because I believe... I, actually, I believe Robert Kelly is in, got injured, it looks like. But yes. Chris Thompson even showed up week one against Philadelphia, even though that Redskins offense is pretty pretty terrible. Yes. Um, I would honestly still wait on him. That's my thoughts. Uh, you call me conservative, call me scared, call me what you want. He is currently owned in almost 80% of leagues, well, so if you really want Chris Thompson, jump on him. I'd say if you're in a PPR league, because he is... Uh, yes. If he, you're in a PPR he, league, yeah. he's caught four balls and three balls in the past two weeks. Yeah, so it's a... But uh, I see Thompson being more of a touchdown dependent at this point. Yes. He had, the past two weeks, week one he had three attempts for four yards, no touchdowns. And four catches for 52 and a touchdown. And then week two, he had three touches for 77 and two touchdowns. So that's just a big play, is what that is. And he had three receptions for 29. Uh, I don't see him making it into the end zone against Oakland this week. I don't. Oakland has a solid defense. Yes. Uh... And it's going to stuff him. He's not going anywhere. Uh... I think the Chris Thompson train, the hype on it, at least the hype train for Chris Thompson is going to slow down for a week. Probably two, considering they have Kansas City the week after that, and then a bye. Uh, so I'm not fully sold on Chris Thompson. I think he might be a flash in the pan, but I'm not sure. If he's not a flash in the pan, you could have a steal of a waiver wire running back on your hands. And that you could. And remember, but sometimes I just I don't see it wrong. playing out. So, you don't need to more listen times, to us. More times we're wrong. Honestly. Very rarely we're more right. More times we're wrong. <laughs> uh, but looking at it, I just I don't see it continuing. It happened against two decent defenses. Philadelphia was just, they threw on Philly. And he got in the end zone that way. And then the Rams defense was, like I said, a big play. 
Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm not a boomer bust guy. I'm not a huge boomer bust fan. Uh, I like low, maybe low lower ceiling, or but higher floor guys is what I look for at running back. When I'm picking a running back, I look for a guy who's going to be consistent. A guy like Frank Gore. Uh, a guy like maybe even Chris Johnson this next week. I think Chris Johnson's going to get the touches. So if you're looking for a one-week fill-in, maybe Chris Johnson. But uh, I'm not sold on Chris Thompson yet. Yeah, and speaking yeah, speaking. Of I think that, that wraps yeah, us up here. We did here. run this one a pretty long, pretty long this week. Uh, hopefully our uh, advice this week helps you maybe go from 0 and 2 to 1 you, and 2 or maybe helps you helps stay you undefeated to get to th- yeah helps you, helps you get to 3 and 0 yeah uh, we will be right back after this quick break though And yes, you know what that means. We are back to throw it in reverse. Only one segment this week. We went a little bit long on fantasy football, giving you that insight. Some sleepers there. Uh, and look who decided to join us, Nick. It's about time. Matt who do you is think here, you are? everyone. He is... Hello, people. Who does he think he, he is? He thinks he's a person with a job until kind of late on Wednesday nights, unfortunately. Do you Something think you I are know. me? I'm, I'm, I'm the only one that's allowed to come and go as I please. I, I think you do not work at Sapphire Saturdays. I don't work at Sapphire Saturdays. Um, I think we're just slowly transitioning me to just being the editor of this podcast, and I'll get off the air. <laughs> we'll, well, it's see. about time, we'll right? I know right? you guys have been waiting for it. We all know it. Uh, <laughs> been trying to push him out for. I Does this guys, mean I will uh, finally be put in the logo? <laughs> That's a no. different story for a different time. We'll, okay. we'll still not in the logo. I'm the only on-air personality that gets put in the logo. Yeah, Nick, you can just be considered that third guy in the middle. That that's supposed to be that random GM. That can be you. Gotcha. But you need to cut your hair like that. No, actually, that's Nick. We we just envision what you would look like in a couple hundred or a couple tens of years. Couple Thank hundred you. years. It means you're looking pretty good. He looks that good in a couple hundred years. He's doing good. You're looking pretty good. But um, I would like to mention. Speaking real quick, of doing pretty good, I would, say, I would oh, like to mention ooh, real quick. Yeah. I know you guys talked fantasy and the listener league. Um, I am 0-2, and, and I think I know why. It's because I don't have a very good team name. Oh, we talked, we we talked trash about your that. name. Yeah, yeah so um, uh, All listeners. All last week we talked trash about Yeah, I know. No, that's, and I meant to bring this up last week. Uh, may have saved me a victory, but I didn't. Listeners, I need a team name. I am asking you. I'm outsourcing my team naming a job to our listeners. Tweet at us. Tweet at me. Give me some ideas for the team name. I'll even tweet you out my players if you want to do a witty include this guy name. But yeah. I, uh, send those to at Backseat GMs. Yep. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe on the uh, iTunes, the TuneIn, and the SoundCloud. I, I get that right this week. I got it right. I almost almost said LinkedIn again. <laughs> you really like LinkedIn. <laughs> we need to make a LinkedIn page just for you to be right. We should. <laughs> All right. Now, so let's throw it in reverse here. Talk about the weekend sports that was, the weekend sports that will be. And uh, you know what, Nick? Do you want to get us started? Actually, let's would, let Matt get us started since he decided to finally show yeah, up. Yeah, actually, yeah, Matt, you go first. Yeah, I guess I'll go ahead and go first uh, since I actually have, like, the only real sports story. <laughs> hey, I have one. Relax. Yeah, okay. But regardless, moving on. The Major League Baseball 
the, just the league, they set the newest record for home runs in a single season with 12 days to go. Alex Gordon homered off Ryan Tapero, which might explain why we're hitting so many home runs because we don't even know these pitchers, uh, in the eighth <laughs> inning of Tuesday's game to set the record at 5,694, which broke the previous record from 2,000, which was 5,693. So good for baseball. And do you guys think that, one, this continues, and two, it is, in fact, good for baseball? I think so. Because, I think uh, so. What's more entertaining to watch than a home run? It's exactly. It's exciting. Yeah, I can't argue with that there. It's definitely exciting. I mean, there are a couple more things I prefer to watch, but I'm a little bit I mean, I, I, love, so. I love seeing it in Philadelphia with Reese Hoskins hitting the cover off the ball every other at-bat. Yeah, there's ding 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 the Reese Hoskins counter is now at one for the Boom. week. No. I was I was thinking about uh, a buddy of mine we talked about getting uh, an alert for our cable boxes that would just alert us whenever Reese Hoskins is up the bat. It's not a bad idea actually. Not a bad idea it's, actually. That's pretty uh, much what ESPN was when Barry Bonds was chasing the home run record. <laughs> yeah. But moving on, um, who, wants, who wants to take a their story I'll jump next? next. Uh, let's jump to the Twitter sphere here. Um, the Golden Knights got tweeted at uh, just, I believe it was today uh, the Montreal Canadiens said good for you you must be very proud of this incredible preseason accomplishment you know, discussing their uh, 2-0 and in the preseason and Vegas clapped right back and said we're definitely proud, but not as proud as the Canadians are of how many championships they won when there were only six teams in the league <laughs> uh Getting a little savagery here on the Twitterverse. Uh, do you think that the Vegas Golden Knights have the best social media in all? It's of not sports? even close. Well, are we telling Joel Embiid? No. I, well, I'm just thinking of teams. I'm not thinking of players. Right. Embiid's got a pretty good one. Uh, that would, it would be close. My biggest thing, the the thing that kept coming to my mind all day as I kept thinking about how great this t- Twitter account is, is yes. All I can think of is when you come at the king, you best not miss. Because the Knights oh, are the no. king of NHL social media, probably sports social media at this point. I want to meet the guy. I want to. Me- I want to meet the like intern that's running this account. Right, like I don't know who's running this account, but this guy's great. Hold <laughs> up, the idea. Just think of it. This guy didn't have a job last year, yeah. and now he's the best social media. I mean, he probably had a job, but like, this guy wasn't in the league unless they took Columbus's guy, which would make sense because Columbus's was pretty good too. Yeah. But I wonder if they got to expansion draft the uh, their social media team because they the, did the whole front office. they did a much better job with that draft than they did the real draft. Honestly, I think Vegas has a decent team. This I mean, year. they do, but that's just me. They, they just have they already have the best social media team, so they weren't going to do that well in the draft. Bold prediction: Vegas is going to just miss the playoffs. <laughs> well, I don't think it's that bold considering they play in the same division as Vancouver and Arizona. But I think we'll get into that next week. <laughs> yes. We'll, we'll dive a little Nick, more what you got for into us? the NHL next week. But All yeah, right. Nick, I'll use my real sports story for my first one, and that is going to the hardwood. Um, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver finally made an executive decision. And how long has he been commissioner for? Like the last five years? Yeah, but he's he done. Is, a couple, he's done. Yeah, I, I, I but he like is his, now what he's done. He had to step in because the owners and the GMs weren't coming to a decision on wrestling players on national games. 
do you feel like that the GMs and the owners should be allowed to make that de- make that decision, not the NBA itself? I think when it comes to rest, it should be between two people. Coach, player. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I get where Adam Silver's coming from because they're clearly... They try and schedule the big matchups for the prime time. Yeah. But they're not the best matchups if you don't have your players playing. Exactly. So... I don't know how much you can really police this between what's an actual injury and what's actually just rest. Yeah. But well, I, I, I get where they're coming from and trying to promote the league. Like, yeah. it looks bad in the league when they're trying to sell Golden State versus the Spurs and Leonard, Aldridge, Curry, Green, Durant aren't playing. No yeah. one wants to watch I was that. reading this article, and it looks like that they went uh, – the NBA schedule this year was made where they eliminated back-to-back games – for teams that were going to have a national game. So maybe that's, that's going idea. to... So now, if there's idea. a back-to-back game, and that way the big players won't sit on the national games, I mean, it helps, but I, I yeah, feel like other, that decision should be made by the coach itself. So I agree with Joe here. I say the other thing here that's hard to do is you look at a team, let's look at, like, the Nets. They'll have, what, a national game, maybe. And then you look at a team yeah. like the Warriors and the Cavs who will have, like, every other. So, I mean, granted, the Nets aren't exactly looking to rest players. They're not in that position. But it, there's some give and take when not uh, the national games aren't evenly distributed. Yeah. But, no, I mean, I get where the league's coming from. I get where both of you are coming from at the same time. I, it's It's hard to tell a coach that he can't rest his players when he's trying to do his best uh, even here's here's I think the bigger thing is why don't we just not play them as many minutes don't bring logic I don't know like why doesn't LeBron just play like yeah this is not 30 a place minutes for a logic. night sometimes instead of like 44 but we like I, to pretend like we know what we're talking about how are they gonna here. win if LeBron's not on the court well if they're resting LeBron then they're not gonna win anyway yeah, but they're planning to lose that. All right. Oh, whatever. Moving on, though. Uh, speaking of from people getting rested to people who have quite a bit of time to rest now, the Cincinnati Bengals have fired their offensive coordinator after a putrid 0-2 start. But I watched some of that Thursday night game. Do you guys really think the offense coordinator is the problem, or do you think uh, the Bengals just don't have much talent this year? Um, can, I, can I say something real uh, quick? That is why I asked you a question. This is the time, ladies and gentlemen. Time to crown A.J. McCarron the new starting quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals. Absolutely, and Joe can attest to it. I said that Thursday night. So would I they watched... go from... So it will now be A.J. to A.J.? Yeah. That would work. A.J. Like to it. A.J., I'm fine with AJ it. A.J. to A.J., um, like throw some Boyd, and then one of their that is, seven running That backs. is a half-serious comment from me. Uh, I like Andy Dalton. I do. But something needs to change in Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, I even said it a couple years ago when McCarron took over for an injured Dalton. Like, I don't dislike Andy Dalton, but A.J. McCarron played well enough to be the starter for them the next year. Yeah. Uh, so a little surprising that they haven't pulled the, the trigger on Andy Dalton. Yeah, I'm surprised too. And honestly, 
This is weird because if you asked me four weeks ago, Andy Dalton was my sleeper quarterback for the oh, year. You missed that one. Well, you. I were missed wrong. the ball on that one. Yeah. We've all been wrong. This is true. We usually are wrong. We went over this earlier. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Uh, but something that I'm not wrong about is that the Ball family is entertaining. Tell me I'm wrong. That they are. You can't tell me I'm wrong. We've From already Zeus discussed LeVar. We've talked about LeVar. We're now going to jump onto the Lonzo train. We had a little Lonzo dunk party happen on the uh, the interwebs these past couple days. And he threw down hard. Granted, there were no defenders, but he threw down hard, and he best. gave us a good, good, gave us a great dance party. Some Antonio Brown in the end zone type, that was provocative, risque did you dance. Really enjoy that dance. Hey, that was, that was sad. Okay. My question though is, do you want to see Lonzo Ball in the dunk contest this year? I mean, the dunk contest in the last few years hasn't been very star-filled, so it would be nice to have a bigger name thrown into the dunk contest. I think Lonzo could make it entertaining. Here's and can you imagine Lavar being a prop? That's what I said. That's what I was gonna say. I want Lonzo that needs to happen to be in the dunk contest. I don't want Lavar to be anywhere near All Star Weekend. I want Lavar to do the Lavar run and have Lonzo do the Lavar run, and yes. then. Lonzo I just want to throw it out there. LeVar <laughs> Ball has become such an entity that he made it into NBA 2K. That's so sad. That 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 your, right there is your, why I didn't your buy 2K. my player can do the LeVar Ball walk. He can do the LeVar Ball run, and he gets text messages from LeVar Ball. That's why I didn't buy 2K <laughs> right there. That's why I did buy 2K. <laughs> That's the only reason I bought 2K. I hate I hate LeVar <laughs> Ball with a passion. Don't let Zeus right, I'll be happy to have him on the show. I'm here. willing to sell out that much. LeVar Ball, if you're listening, <laughs> we'll have you on. By <laughs> the lips of Zeus, we'd love to have you on the but air. we're not buying your shoes. No. Nick, what do you got for us here? All right. Moving. We jumped down a rabbit hole. I'm, I'm going back. I'm going to the gridiron here. And hands down, probably one of my favorite players in the NFL right now, Derek Carr, uh, dropped his... Sailed. First music video the other day, and it is great. If you get a chance, I'll you know, I'm going to attach it to this episode when we tweet it out. Or, Stoney, you can do that for me because that's your uh, job. Oh, okay, I see how it is now. <laughs> but he get shot a get commercial, yeah. He shot a commercial with his older brother David for a Fresno based bank, and it's just fantastic. Do you think Derek don't Carr? Forget David Carr, for, former quarterback. Yes, former quarterback. Of the Houston, Houston Texans. Former, former, I believe, former number one overall pick. Yeah. Yes, former David Carr. very first quarterback for the Houston <laughs> that, Texans. That poor guy. But, um. <laughs> he got destroyed. It, <laughs> it's sad. Uh, do you think De- Derek Carr will start crossing over into other things in entertainment? Or is this just a one time thing? I'm actually. I think Derek. Oops, sorry. I was say, I'm actually not convinced that was him singing. Uh, but he's was, uh, Derek Carr is so entertaining. I was saying, if it was him singing, he's a pretty good singer. And I have <laughs> I already see. said uh, that I'm getting a Vegas Raiders Derek Carr jersey 
And if he's going to be in Vegas, it's going to be very easy for him to cross over. So I wouldn't yes. shock me. Yeah, I mean, Derek Carr is an entertaining individual. Vegas is an entertaining city. I could see him getting some national commercials. Let's put it that way. A la Peyton Manning, just not with the same Close. Gusto. He'll take over. Almost perfect. Peyton Manning. Close. He could be the new Peyton Manning. Almost. He could do the Papa John's commercials. Now, Derek Carr would be the next Peyton Manning. Almost. Basically almost. Basically you know, almost. Derek Carr will do almost. dominoes. And dominoes. All speaking state. of almost. He'll do dominoes almost, in Allstate. Almost, <laughs> almost done with this here episode of the uh, Backseat GMs. But before we get there, I'm going to take that off ramp here, that exit ramp. We have to uh, hop off the highway and... Where are we stopping this weekend, Matthew? So this weekend, actually, pretty close to home. It's not a very far road trip. We'll be stopping up in Cranberry, Pennsylvania, Sunday night. It's Hockeyville, USA, Pittsburgh ah. Penguins, and St. Louis Blues. I don't care that it's preseason hockey. Hockey's back, and I need it so bad. I'm so happy <laughs> that hockey is back. The Penguins ready to defend their Stanley Cup. Vegas ready to try and go 82-0 and never lose a hockey game ever. Uh, they won't. They won't. They won't ever. They won't lose a hockey They'll game. They'll never lose a hockey game. Uh, so, yeah. Especially when they're up against Guy every week. Yeah. Oh my, every yeah. It's, when you play uh, 18 skaters named Guy and then a goalie named Guy, it's, it's pretty easy to win. <laughs> but, yes, no, very excited for the uh, Hockeyville USA Penguins and Blues up in Cranberry. Should have been in Ross Draver, but, you know, the, the boards aren't – or the uh, rink isn't actually playable, so – they decided to move to Cranberry at the Mario Lemieux Complex. But that is where I'm going to be Sunday night. What about you, Nick? Where are you headed off to this weekend? Oh, well, I'm going to be heading very west to Los Angeles, California. We have a WWE pay-per-view this weekend. WWE No Mercy. Sunday night. We get to see the Brock Lesnar battle Braun Strowman. I'm hyped. I can't wait. Joe, I know Don't you forget. are. Don't forget, you also get to see... John Cena and Roman Reigns. Yes. The, the big match dog and the guy. But you can't. It should be great. Joe will probably watch place. it together. So I can't wait for probably. that. Probably. So and, where are you uh, heading realistically, off? Realistically, that was where I was going to be heading off until. Oh, we can carpool. I thought about it and I said, ah, Nick's probably going there. Was <laughs> literally where my thought was. So like I am going to take a little. Here. I'm going to take a little four game, four day road trip out to Milwaukee to see who is going to win the NL Central pretty much. It's the Cubs and the Brewers. They're neck and neck. They have a four-game series this weekend. And it's a three-and-a-half game split between the two. So this this is kind of for all the marbles. Yeah, definitely a big so, game with only uh, about a week in the season left, or a big series, I should say. Yeah. And also, so, Brewers still fighting for a wild-card spot, too, only a game back of that. Yeah. And the good news is that it is a 2-10 game on Sunday, so I will be home to watch No Mercy this weekend. But you will be watching Even though we have a hockey game Sunday night. Shh. Don't bring logic into this. I'm sorry. I'm the logic police. No logic here. You know, go edit this. Uh, Yeah, sorry. One logic. I can't edit until you send it to me. Remember, uh, and touch that just, video. We broke the cardinal rule. We told you we don't all hang out for the, the recording. Oh, oh no. no. We broke the cardinal rule. No. Now, where were we? Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, I hear I hear sirens, I hear sounds, we need to go. Oh that's the music, yay. You sound so enthralled. No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. No, uh that's the music, uh we gotta get heading out of here. Another great week that is, great week that will be. Uh check us out on the Twitter sphere at backseat GMs. Uh tweet at us. Let us know what you want to hear about. Send us your mailbag questions for fantasy. Send us your mailbag questions about sports. Uh, that you can send those to backseatgms at gmail.com. Uh, like, subscribe, pound that button. Name, get us some followers name my on team. SoundCloud, the TuneIn, and the iTunes. Heck, check us out on LinkedIn. We're not there yet, but we'll maybe there. one day. We'll uh, <laughs> name Matt's hockey team or fantasy, fantasy football, football team. team. Zach Boychuk. Shout out. Uh, anything else you guys got to add here? Uh, I think that I think you pretty much touched on everything, and you hit it all. Yeah, you, you did. It. Good job. You, you remembered everything this time. Yeah, but I we're believe we're still all being right. played out, and I see the conductor yelling at me right now. Yeah, it is about that time. So again, for Joe and Nick, we appreciate you guys listening, and we'll talk to you next week here on the Backseat GMs. You have reached your destination.